Okay, welcome everybody. This is Lessons for Life podcast. My name is Troy Hudkins and my guest today is Tim Vanderwerd. Tim, how are you doing today? I'm fantastic. How are you? Awesome. Thank you. Um, so to get started, who is Tim Vanderwerd? Good question. So um, you want my personal story? You want my... That's all up to you. That's all up to me? All right. Well, uh, boy, where do I start? So I grew up in Abbotsford. So that's where I'm originally from. Uh, it's Abbotsford, BC. Uh, we went to... I was, at around age 14, I went to the States in uh, Indiana, right by, right outside of Chicago there. Nice. Uh, for my dad to go to seminary. So my dad went to seminary for about three years and then came here. I met a woman down here. The rest is history, <laughs> as they say. Uh, the rest of my family kind of lives all over the place. I have six brothers and a sister. And nice. so a huge family. Uh, most of them live in Abbotsford and then they're kind of spread out throughout the throughout Canada. So nice. Yeah. Does does your family have a big impact or a big influence on your life? Huge. Yeah. So like uh, me and my siblings are, I'd say, fairly close. Like I visit them all the time. I talk to them a lot. Yeah, they've had a huge impact on me for sure. As siblings do, I think. But uh, yeah. Right. What? Uh, so what would you say is the biggest influence that you've had from your siblings? I think, I think, uh, well, I'm the youngest, well, I'm second youngest. So I've had a lot of, I guess my siblings have had the most impact for me for, from a leadership standpoint. So they've been kind of molding me through my parents' instructions, kind of a, kind of a thing when I was growing up. So I think that's the biggest thing is kind of learning from their, mistakes and failures as well as, as their successes, kind of talking to them about it and then kind of moving myself through that. I'd say that would be. Do you learn accurate. lots from seeing what they've gone through and the things they've done? Uh, a little bit of both. Yeah. <laughs> a little bit of both. So, uh, yeah. So, and, and I talked to them, uh, quite a bit. So, uh, yeah. And now I'm pretty, uh, it's just helped me being pretty laser focused on, on what I want. So, uh, now, so I'm about, uh, 28 years old. I'm going to be 29 in, in uh, April here coming up, but I've become, especially over the last couple of years, very success minded and, uh, kind of looking at different podcasts such as your, yourself. I haven't, I haven't seen anything that you've done so far, but I'll probably check you out after I'm done here. But, uh, looking at different podcasts, different, uh, kind of books and things like that to make me the best person I can be, I guess. So that's kind of where my life is right now. That, that's your direction, looking for success in your life mm -hmm. to make you the best that you can be. That's right. Awesome. Yeah. Um, who do you think was your biggest uh, influence, your mother or your father? I'd say both, um, hand in hand. So they, they're still together today. Um, they're my... I've, I've never had like a stepfather or anything. I still have my, my biological parents are together, which is pretty rare. They've been married a long time. Uh, so that's been really influential on my marriage, uh, understanding how, you know, a, a, a good, healthy marriage uh, acts and kind of behaves. Um, but they've, they've both been a huge impact for me. Like my, uh, my dad has been teaching me a lot about responsibility that kind of side of things, you know, yeah. uh, my mom is more kind of on the caring and 
that kind of nurturing. Setting. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Right. Yeah. Being, Which is, I think, the caregiver normal. and the yeah, you yeah. know, your your good son. That's a good way to go. And, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And my dad's very much the the hard one. Like, like okay, it's time to grow up. This is this is how you you know what I mean. Yeah. My mom's my mom's kind of the one that's like, oh, you know you what you want to hear kind of a thing maybe maybe not but but more more that side of things my dad's gonna tell you more, more loving and caring and yeah not that your dad's not loving and caring but but yeah. he's he's the one that teaches you some of the hard knocks yeah exactly and he's very uh experienced in a lot of ways like he's he owned his own business for a very long time he was a mortgage broker and he owned his own business for a very long time and then he went to uh well he went to chicago right or by in indiana there and uh, became a minister. And so complete career path or career change rather, switched gears and then, uh, I forgot where I was going with this, but, uh, uh, but yeah, he's, uh, he's very experienced. That's, that's where I was going. He's very experienced and he's got a lot of uh, uh, wisdom, I think. So he's kind of the one I, I like to take a lot of direction from. A lot of things you can ask about and, and get some good insight. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Awesome. Um, what is one quality from your mother that you would want to pass on to your future generation? My future generation? I think my mom is probably, I think my mom is the strongest woman I've ever met. And so I think if I ever had daughters, I think that's the main thing I want to pass on to them, especially in today's world. I think that, uh, I mean, ever since like, I'd say 2002, 2003, I think um, a lot of women are, are more and more d uh, depressed. Depression has, has been running rampant in, in young women, especially in high school and and before that. So I think that's one of the biggest ones is to teach them how to be strong. And uh, yeah. What do you think contributes to that type of like the depression and stuff in the younger yeah. generation? What do you think yeah. is a cause or a, I think social media issue? is a huge one. I think that uh, young women specifically. So when you're in high school and even before that and young girls, I think that, so when boys bully, it's more physical, right? Right. So, but when women bully or when girls bully, uh, it's more emotional and it's more, they're attacking your status as a person, right? Right. And that's what social media has kind of become, I think, for the younger generation is this idea of comparing yourself to other people, right? Like, and that's kind of, and, and women get very stressed out about that, especially in, high school and before that, right? Like who's going to the prom, who brought who to where, you know, right. am I feeling, am I left out of, you know, which event and things like that. Right. And I think that that's a huge contributor to. Right. Yeah. And what, what would you do to like, like you said, if you had daughters, what would you do with them or how would you teach them mm -hmm. uh, to, to battle against that. Yeah, I think uh, uh, really viewing what they're doing on the internet is gonna is a big one. Um, I think that a lot of people just give their kids iPads and then um, you know it's called it's kind of called the iPad parent, right? Right. Uh, they just give them. I, I I met one 
person, well, I won't say who their name was, but uh, when their kid gets up, they have an iPad in front of them when they're in bed. Right. When they go to the counter or the kitchen table, they're eating breakfast, they're watching an episode of like Paw Patrol or whatever. Right. They go to school, they got iPads in school, they come home, they're watching another TV show, and then they go to bed and they're so they all always all electronic, always, always got a, f- a screen in front of them. So I think yeah. a big part of it is, and it's like drugs to kids. Oh, yeah. Like, this is proven. Like, it's addictive. You, it's extremely addictive. Yeah. And, uh, and social media, especially, is it's insane, especially in, in young women. So uh, I think number one is monitoring what they're doing on the internet, monitoring what their uh, relationship with technology is and kind of um, setting controls on that and, and really, really staying on top of it. Right. Well, my grandkids all, they, they growing up in this electronic age. Yeah. And that's one thing we do is we make sure when, they're around us. They're if they're on their electronics, they're doing something educational. Yep, sure. They're playing a game that teaches them something, not just a random game. Sure, you know, or something like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, so That's probably smart. I think so. <laughs> I hope so. Um, so we touched on your mother. What is yeah. one thing, one trait of your father's that you would want to pass down to? I think the responsibility thing, I think that's really, really important. And I think it's one that's kind of an old school value that has um, gone to the wayside as well as just learning, learning how to live a Christian life. My dad is really, really, really focused on theology, being a minister, and he's very, very smart when it comes to those kinds of things. So I think that's a big one that I'd like to pass on to my kids is, knowing what it, what it is, what it means to be a, a, a good person and, uh, you know, help other people and um, being responsible, understanding that your actions have consequences and not being, I think a lot of people to date, um, uh, yeah, uh, kind of have this victim mentality, especially my generation of like, oh, everybody's against me and, you know, the, you know, the whole yeah. world is, is against me and there's nothing I can do. And it's like, okay, you know, you got to, everybody's, got their crap everybody's got a story everybody's definitely yeah, yeah. sometimes you gotta you gotta just and, and you don't necessarily know what everybody else's story is either that's even, right even just from 100%. the outside looking in yep they may appear like everything's going great but there may be stuff that you don't understand yep. so when when you are dealing with them or visiting with them or whatever like you said treating people right treating people good right mm-hmm. having good relationships with people yeah and like it like you'll find too, if you, if you treat people fairly, uh, it'll come back to you. Like these people will stay in your life and they'll be very important to you. And I think that's really important for just living a successful life is having a strong social network because you can't do it all by yourself. Right. You need to have, you need to have people. And if you're, if you're an unpleasant person to be around, I don't Chances think you're going to be, are going to be around you. <laughs> yeah. And you won't be going places. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's definitely makes it harder and it's, like that old saying goes, it takes a village to raise a child. Mm-hmm. Well, it takes a village to raise a person as they get older too, because like you said, you need those social relationships and those experiences with other people. And, yeah. you know, I mean, you can't do everything alone. That's right. You know, yeah. you, if you do, it's going to be pretty boring. Yep. Right. Uh, what is one thing in your life 
that you've accomplished so far mm-hmm. that you're most proud of? Oh, I got a lot. I've got a pretty successful marriage. That's probably the biggest one. Nice. Um, yeah, we've been married for six and a half years, I think now. So awesome. yeah, that's probably the biggest one. And we are a really awesome team together. So I think that's the biggest one. Another really good one is uh, I have my own successful piano business. Nice. I've had that for about two years. So I teach piano and that's been really awesome. It's been a huge impact on my life to be able to, uh, you know, teach kids and teach others, you know, the impact that music can have on somebody's life. And once again, like responsibility, right? Like, right. Uh, you know, I only see these kids for about half an hour at a time and, and some adults as well, but the rest of the time is up to them, right? They're not going to grow unless they, uh, you know, improve themselves. They, they need to actually do the work in order for them to improve. Right. And so when they see, and when they actually do that and they do grow, it's really cool to see that, you know, I'm, I'm having that impact on their lives. Right. That's, that's always amazing to see when you've, helped somebody or done yeah, something sure. with somebody see your end result mm-hmm. in them that's right you know it's always satisfying to you as a person yeah um so teaching children or adults piano which one's easier which one's easier um it depends on how you look at it um i think adults adults do it because they want to do it right Kids often do it because their parents want them to do it. Right. So parent or uh, adults are more likely to do the work. Um, and whereas kids, it's a little bit, I have to push them a little bit to practice and to, you know, do those things. But um, it's really cool to be an impact on these kids' lives. It's yeah. much more, I find it, and they pick things up, like these kids are like, like glue they'll just they like, like they sponges. Just, yeah they like sponges yeah. they just pick everything up so quickly it doesn't matter what you and, give them yeah and i just i just like throw more and more stuff at them and they're just like yeah like let's, like, let's go and so that's really cool do you find that that adults are a little uh how do i want to say it harder to teach because like you said they're doing it because they want to do it mm-hmm. so now they're expecting more out of it do you Not find really. that that's no no, I don't think so. I think that uh, they're they're harder to teach in that they don't pick things up as quickly, right? Sometimes their finger dexterity isn't always there, or they uh, aren't ju- aren't used to thinking about it in that way, right? Right. Because sometimes it's like dividing. Yes, exactly. Because sometimes it's like you know, it's like splitting your brain in half, and like one side of your brain is doing one thing, and one side is doing another thing, and that can be very difficult if you have never done that kind of thing before. Right. So your brain isn't used to doing that whereas if you are teaching kids you're kind of developing them at an early age to program their brain which is obviously the stage that they're doing that in so it's a lot lot easier for them to pick those things up they're easy to mold yeah yeah uh which person outside of your family has had the largest impact on your life um let's see so right now it's probably um my boss ryan so i work at a place called shoe solutions just on 13th street and uh he's had a huge impact on on my life i've only worked there for about i worked there since about september 
but we have a really, really uh, strong relationship. We're very good friends. We clicked right away. We're like the same person. We have the exact same values. We have the exact same drive and mindset and all these things. So we're just like constantly bouncing ideas off of each other and uh, growing from each other. So, so right now he's a huge mentor of mine. Uh, And then there's uh, Kelly Ray, who's uh, uh, been a huge impact on my life as well. And she's kind of, she owns a business and um, yeah, she's been helping me kind of manage my, my piano business and tell me, you know, the most effective ways to run a business and what I should be doing, what I should be looking at and things like that. So she's had a huge impact on my life as well. Huge mentor for me. And then uh, my old boss, Steve has been, has been also a huge impact on me as well. And Very once, well. once again, just like uh, um, self-improvement, but also once you get to a certain point leading others uh, so that they can also improve themselves. Right. Right. Yeah. So, so you talked a little bit about teaching kids, teaching adults, uh-huh. um, learning from other people and stuff. So, so how important is education? Uh, like early education? What, what kind of education? It, it depends on what kind of education you're talking about. If you're talking about post-secondary education. That's up to you. Okay. Uh, I would say post-secondary education isn't near as, what, uh, as important as what it used to be, I, especially when it comes to getting a job. Uh, okay. I think that a lot of, and the debt that you have afterwards. I was lucky. I actually uh, worked for a roofing company for about four years when I was in school, uh, and I made good money. It was, it was really good money. And, uh, so I didn't have any student debt, but it was hard work it, and it sucked. Like roofing is awful. Uh, been there, done that. Yeah. You, yeah. Oh, yeah. I think we might've talked about it maybe, but, uh, when we met, but, yeah. uh, yeah, it sucks. It's not fun. And I didn't like it at all, but, uh, um, but yeah, it, it, it helped me get through university. Uh, I got a degree, but with that said, I think that a lot of employers aren't necessarily looking at degrees anymore. And I think the value of it of, of education has kind of degraded from what it used to be. Right. I don't think that you're learning as much as what you should be learning. And I think that a lot of, when a lot of people are looking for employers or employees, they're looking at your life skills, whether or not you know how to close. If you, if you can speak clearly and correctly, if you can write uh, cohesively, if you're good with computers and like, these are things that you can't learn in school. Right. Uh, if you have a good character, that's a huge one. That, right? I think that's huge in any, anything, anything whether it be do. work or social relationships or mm-hmm. family relationships. Yeah. Yeah. It's and your character. It's your character. Your character is massive. Yeah. yeah. Because it's contagious. Yeah. If you have a negative attitude and you're in a workplace, it's extremely toxic versus if you have a really good attitude, you're enthusiastic, you know what you're doing. It's extremely toxic it's, too. It's so toxic and everybody else wants to, wants to do more. And yeah. yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, so that was my next question. So education, yeah. school or life lessons, which one carries more impact? I think life lesson. Well, uh, if you're in high school, I think graduating high school is essential. But after that, I think life lessons is especially uh, important and experience. Job experience and life lessons are extremely important. So like schooling give you um, a basis. Everybody has to learn. Mm-hmm. We've, we've got to learn some skills. So yeah. that's what schooling is good for. Right. 
not that is not good later on, but but that gives you a basis, yeah. right? And then as you grow, the life lessons carry uh, quite a large amount of impact for your future life. Yeah. And in my mind, we never stop learning. No, I, I would, I would hope we never stop learning. No. And I think that I, I think that's a really good um, outlook to have is, and I think it's a really humble one of like, no, I, I, I don't know everything right. and I need to, uh, uh, I need to go to get out there and I need to learn from other people. And I need, you know, I need the, uh, I need mentors, people who have more experience than me to be teaching me stuff. But as far as school goes, I think that it's still important. I think that, so my dad used to always say that if, uh, you always want a 5% edge than the other guy, right? You always want something that people are going to look at you for and be like, okay, they're both, they're both kind of the same, but this guy's got that. So I'm going to hire this guy. And I think school can be that 5% edge. Right. Right. So that's, it's still important, but life skills are, yeah, invaluable. Right. Right. Um, so that being said, uh, education and life skills, did you want the water? Yes, please. Thank you. <laughs> um, so would you... How do I want to put this? Would you, as a teacher, teaching children piano or whatever, um, and obviously learning things yourself, how, how do you know when you know? When things are working. If things aren't working, that means you're doing something wrong, right? If, if, so in, in my, so let's say teaching piano, right? If my kids aren't improving, I'm probably doing something wrong. So then you got to step back and take a look at it and say, okay, yeah, I'm not sure I got to change what I'm doing or whatever. That's right. Okay. Yeah. Um, what, who, who is your idol? Who do you look at and say, you know, I want to be like them or I want to do what they've done or accomplish what they've accomplished? I don't really have one singular one. I mean, because I'm a Christian, obviously, uh, you know, Jesus would be, you know, the one I ultimately look up to. But um, I mean, as far I have, as I said, I have many mentors that teach me a lot of different things. I've got my parents, I've got my, uh, my bosses and uh, a lot of friends. And so I look at a lot of different things and a lot of different areas where I really like where this guy's going. I really like this guy's character and like, like Ryan, as an example, the guy I brought up earlier, my boss, I really like what he's doing with his business and his, right. his, um, his outlook on life. And so I want to be that way, but I also want to be like, you know, uh, uh, this guy, Steve, that I was talking to you about who, you know, He's kind of no nonsense. He doesn't like dealing with people who aren't contributing to his own life, right? Right. If they're if anybody's bringing him down, he doesn't want anything to do. Thanks for coming. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, uh, yeah, I I think there's a lot of different areas and a lot of different people that I really aspire to be. And you you take different points from different people or different characters or traits and implement those in your life. Yep. 
Okay, awesome. Um, did you play sports when you were no. young? No, I'm not very athletic. I, I was in, uh, I did take like uh, self-defense classes when I was younger. Okay. So, and that was about for about three or four years um, before the age of 14. So uh, that's about as athletic as I came. I, I was more the musician. I was more the arts person. Okay. So, so we'll go there too. But sure. So, so from the self-defense, what, um, a lot of those things are very structured and very um, focused, yep. if you will. Mm -hmm. So what, what would you say was the biggest thing you got out of that that you use in your life? Uh, a lot of it, uh, self-confidence and uh, self-worth. Um, when you know how to, when you learn how to handle yourself, if, if, because I think everybody fears that they're walking down the street and then there's a situation that they don't know how to deal with physically, right? But if you're trained to know what to do, I think your self-confidence gets bigger and your self-worth is, uh, is there. And I think, it's, I think that's the biggest thing is I, I just became more confident from it. Um, yeah, because I, I, knew, I knew how to handle myself physically. Right. Okay. And so in the artsy side of things, did you, did you, were you on like debate club or, or any type of thing like that or chess club? Did you do any of those kinds of things? No, no, I, I was strictly in piano and that's pretty much it. Okay. Yeah. Did you have a, a group like in the music class that you kind of were with or dealt with all the time? Like, what do you mean? Like say in school, mm -hmm. you know, when you have concerts or, Mm -hmm. music lessons and everything you have sure. other people that you yep. interacted with a lot yep and like i was in a lot of uh like uh, i don't know if you know what kiwanis is but i'll explain what it is anyway for for all the viewers but it's basically like a competition you go in uh in town you sign up and then you play a piece and then you're judged and then uh um yeah there's a winner declared basically so i did so those competitions kinds of, like, like a comp yeah exactly okay. competitions um exams piano exams uh, where once again you go before like a jury and they uh, grade you based upon how you did and then they move you up into like the next grade. So okay. I did a lot of those kinds of things. So so more singular competitions, if you will, rather than mm -hmm. team-based or, or yep. that type of thing. Yep. So do you, what, what kind of experience did you gain from that um, as a competition? I think once again, self-confidence, like, uh, and I hate to go back to that again, but, um, I was pretty good at it. Like when you find something that you're, that you, that you're good at and that you excel at, um, I think you have a really great opportunity to have, to find a really steep upward trajectory. And so, yeah, that's the biggest thing that I got from that. And obviously I was able to turn that into a bit of a, Kind of a side project with uh, my teaching into your business into my that's, business that's awesome yeah gaining that really experience cool. through your youth and then turning it into something major at the end yeah it's been really cool um did you find yourself like going to your piano competitions and stuff did you find yourself competing against other piano players or did yeah. you more focus on being better than yourself 
at the time, uh, I focused on being better than other people. Yeah. Whereas, I mean, the, the correct answer should be, well, you want to be better than the person you were yesterday, right? Right. But when, I wasn't quite there yet. Yeah. So at, at the time, yeah, I was, I was looking to get, be better than other people. Be, look and at me. I, like, I won this competition. Exactly. Look at me. I'm the best. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's right. Uh, what inspired you to choose the career you're in right now? Um, so two things. So, well, I, I do two things, right? So I, I'm at, I'm at a place called shoe solutions. I'll explain what that is actually real quick. So at shoe solutions, the owner is, his name's Ryan. He's a podorthist. Uh, he went to school and so he knows all about the foot, right? He's very, very, very knowledgeable when it comes to feet. And what attracted me there, I came, I went, I went there as a customer. So, and, uh, their goal is to help people. That's it, right? And prior to that, I had a sales job where I was selling, I, was, uh, I worked at Best Buy. So I was selling TVs, computers, like novelty things. And I wasn't really making a difference in people's lives, right? right. And like I was, you know, and now working at Shoe Solutions, I'm literally changing people's lives, which has been a huge, uh, a huge, like so incredible. And then with my piano, same kind of thing. So what inspired me to do that was, um, well, I was bullied a lot when I was a kid. Right. So I don't have a very good figure. As you can see, I that's was a pretty you, skinny that's kid. That's why you took the self-defense. That's classes. right. That's right. But I was a pretty skinny kid when I was growing up. So I was picked on a lot. And, uh, but music, if I didn't have music, like I wouldn't be the person I am today. Right. I, I wouldn't, I probably wouldn't be near as stable. And so if I can, if I can use music and uh, teach others and allow it to help people the way it helped me, even like a fraction of a percent, I, I think that that's a really, uh, a really good thing to do. Nice. Nice. I love music. I, I listen to all kinds of music. Mm -hmm. I like having it on the background. Like I turn it on just about all the time. It's one of those things I think that's taken for granted, especially like in today's age of technology where you can just look up a piece of music on YouTube or, uh, or like Apple music or whatever, and just fire it up. Like back in the day, you had to buy like, you were just buying like a CD or, or like, LP. Oh yeah. Or like a, a record or whatever. Yeah. Like we live yeah. in a pretty privileged time. Oh yeah. And, and you can get any, any type you want to listen to at any yeah. time, any given which is, time. Which is incredible from all kinds of different artists. Yep. Uh, is there anything else in your life that you would like to do? Um, yeah. I mean, there's lots of things I'd like to do. I'd like to travel more. I'd like to be a better artist. I'd like to... Um, uh, I don't have any kids yet. That's, uh, that's something I'd want to do. Um, I got all kinds of things, but I mean, it's kind of far back in the cards. It's not, it's not really in my, in my next, let's say five year plan or, or okay. like that. But okay. uh, yeah, it's definitely on the list. If you could do or be anything at all without any chance of failure, what would it be? I'd say just a good, uh, a really positive role model and leader. Nice. Nice. 
for everybody. For everybody. As many people as I possibly can be. Right. Yeah. And and you talked a little bit about helping people and, and you know, in the shoe store and stuff. Yeah. What, how important is it to you to be, to be able to make a difference in people's lives? I mean, sorry, repeat the question. How, how important is it to you yeah. to make a difference in people's lives? I mean, I think that's one of the main things. I think we are, um, I think we have a moral responsibility to help others. I don't think it should be uh, a choice. I think it's something we should just go out and do. Um, so I think it's, it's huge. Yeah. Massive. Nice. Nice. Uh, and to be competent too. I think we have a moral obligation to be competent people in order to impact others and help others so that they can also be competent and help others. Right. Okay. What do you do in your spare time? Mm -hmm. oh, man, there's not much of it, but okay. So, um, what do I do in my spare time? So in the morning I walk my dog. I have a dog. His name is bear. He's awesome. I walk him twice a day. Uh, we go to the off leash, uh, off leash park and I really value that time. It's really awesome. Uh, I get to see other dogs. Um, uh, so I really like that time. I do devotions in the morning. I like to read my Bible and reflect on the person I was yesterday, last year, uh, last month. Nice. And um, see what I can do to improve my character, improve uh, where I think I am failing. Uh, and then during the night, I have a lot of friends. I have a big social, uh, social circle. And so I'll, you know, I'll go to my buddy's place, hang out, be, have a bunch of friends, maybe play like a couple of games or whatever. I really value that time as well. So I'm a very social person. Nice. I like, I just like talking to people and hanging out. Yeah. Awesome. What's the biggest lesson you've learned in your life so far? Oh boy. I don't know, man. I don't know. Um, I think the, like, being responsible and being the best person you can be and not necessarily to be happy. I don't, I don't think that's a admirable goal. I, I think, uh, once again, being competent, being, uh, responsible to help affect other people's lives. I think that's the biggest lesson that I've learned. Yeah. And how that can come back around too, because when you, when you're doing that, other people are more willing to help you out as well. And like, sure. yeah, and I get that some people are jerks and some people are whatever, but those people you will go, will go away and yeah, right. and you can shut people up or you can shut those people up pretty easily. If people are tearing you down, um, you know, I think you should have the opportunity. If you feel like somebody's taking you down to a certain extent, um, we should move on. Right. Move on to more positive relationships yes so going there then what what kind of importance is it to you to have positive relationships it's huge i think it's a huge part of life i think uh as human beings we are made to have we are we're pack animals it's just right. it's just the way we're built and um uh and people can say well i'm a i'm an introvert you know i don't like people well you should get to learn <laughs> Because, because it's for your benefit. You're, you're, you're benefiting from it. Like you are being a better person if you interact with others. 
So you should yeah. get outside. If, if that's the case, you should get outside your comfort, comfort zone and, and uh, meet some people. That's what I think. <laughs> yeah. And with relationship to family, how important is it to have your family in your life? Um, my family is pretty important because they help me grow. Um, but I understand that a lot of families aren't like that. A lot of families are toxic and I, I don't really have an answer for that yet because I've never been in this, in that kind of situation, but I've been pretty fortunate. Uh, like, as I said, my, my parents have always been together. They've never been remarried, either of them. Um, they have a very, very, very healthy marriage. Um, I've been, so I've been very fortunate there. I have awesome siblings. And, uh, so I have a very strong family. I don't really know what it's like to have a dysfunctional family. So if anybody's wondering like what to do, if they have like, you know, toxic relationships with their family, I don't know how to deal with that. What about, uh, outside of family? I was going to say extended family, but that's not what I mean. Like, so your social circle. Yeah. How important is it to have a good social circle? Well, as I said, I mean, we're, as human beings, we're pack animals. Right. It's necessary. Okay. Is there, is there anything you try and do to make sure that other people enjoy that closeness or that bond? Sure. Yeah. I think, I think like, you know, I hope anyway that all of, all of the people that I care about know that they can come to me for anything. And I, tr I want to be one of those friends that will, will be there no matter what. Right. Like right. if you, if you call me, I'm, I'm the guy, right. right. I'll drop do what, what I, I got be and there. I'll, I'll do what I can to be there. So nice. Yeah. Awesome. Uh, what is something that you've done in your life that you wish you could go back and change? Um, I don't know. I don't really have any regrets. I'm not really one that looks um, back at and, and tries to change it. But all of the mistakes that I made, I like to think that I grew from. So I don't think I would really go back and change very much. Um, well, I, well, yeah, I was a bit of a, uh, not a jerk in high school, but I was pretty popular uh, as far as like women are concerned. But I never really, but I, I let a lot of people on in high school. So Maybe, maybe that's one of the things I would change. But uh, besides that, I, I don't really have any regrets. Okay. Uh, what, what one thing in your past has given you your greatest life lesson? Um, my biggest life lesson? A singular experience? Man, I don't know. I think it's just been a collection of small experiences that have uh, been impactful for me. And like struggles too. Like I think uh, my attitude towards pretty much anything as, as far as struggles go, because if you don't think you're going to struggle, it, it's coming and it doesn't matter how privileged or how, how good you think you've got it. Um, you need to look at it as a, a growing experience. And if you do that, if you can get through an experience, like a negative, a, a negative experience that you're facing, I think you will grow from it if you can get on the other side. Okay. So I, I think that a lot of people need to look at it that way and have a good attitude about those types of things. I look at that sometimes with 
with some of the things, like I said, what one thing would you change in your life? Mm -hmm. I look back at that sometimes and think all those experiences, whether good or bad throughout your life have made you who you are today. That's right. So if you go back and change those, are you the same person today? Yeah. Good question. Right. Who knows? Uh, yeah, probably not. Yeah. Like, I mean, in the end, mm -hmm. will you be that person that'll be there for everybody or you, will you be totally different guy? Sometimes you need to crash and burn in order to, to, uh, in order to grow. It's just the way it works. Yeah. Yep. Uh, what is your idea of perfect happiness? I don't think it exists, uh, at least not on this earth, uh, maybe in the next one, but, um, I don't know. I, that's a, that's a, I don't think it exists. True happiness doesn't exist. I think, and if it does, it, 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 it there's no way it does. I think as human beings, we're always moving towards being, um, comfortable, but never really getting there. You know, I think that's kind of our existence is trying to reach this point. perfect. Yeah without even getting there. And I think that's what heaven is going to be is, you know, finally being, uh, reaching that comfort. But, um, nice. as far as, as far as this mortal life goes, I don't think such a thing exists. I think it's all about responsibility, uh, focusing on yourself and helping other people. Nice. Yeah. Nice. How important is it to have a positive attitude in all your dealings with other people? Massive whether it be family, friends, work. It's the biggest it thing. I think it's, it's one of the biggest things you need to have as a positive outlook on life because it's going gonna, it's gonna to affect your success. It's going to affect your relationships. It's going to affect your marriage. If you've got one, it, it, it should affect everything. And if you have a negative outlook on life, you're going to be miserable. Like it's just the way. Yeah. And you see some yeah. of those people around. Oh, yeah. Oh, you do. And like, and it's so, and you can taste it. Like it, it's, it's something that you can feel like you drive by somebody and, uh, and you just get a, just a small glimpse into that, that person's life. And you're like, Holy, like what is up? Yeah. 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 Do you do any meditation or yoga or any sort of self healing type um, of work? Not really. I do. I, once again, I do devotions and things like that, but, and I work out in the morning, uh, something I forgot to mention, but, um, that's pretty much it. Yeah. I can a lot tell of you yourself. work out in the morning. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. Not much of a figure here. <laughs> Unfortunately, I got a hard time gaining weight, but yeah. uh, I do. I yeah. could give you some of mine. <laughs> I is, hear that all the time. is there anything uh, kind of related to, like you said, your self healing work, your, your devotions sure. or reading your Bible and stuff. Is there anything you would suggest for others? Yeah. I think other people should do that too. Like, um, and, I, and I know there, there can be a lot of negative um, ideas about the Bible, but I think if you follow what it says, um, even about, like, I talk a lot about mentors. Like, there's a, there's a passage in Hebrews in the New Testament that says, like, like, having a good attitude when you want your mentors to come and talk to you with joy. Because if they don't, if they're grieving or if they're like, like, oh man, I got to talk to this guy again. Like what benefit is it to you? You're not going to learn anything. Fine. Yeah. Like, oh my <laughs> goodness. Like I got to talk to this guy. Like, okay. Like, you know, it's just, it's little things like that. And like, that's a, that's like a, a one sentence in Hebrews. Like, that's, that's it. That's... There's so much knowledge in there that, that is, that, that 
people overlook. And I think it's a huge missed opportunity. And, and that same positive attitude the other way around. If you're not looking forward to talking to your mentor, yeah. I'm fine, I'll sit and listen. Yeah. <laughs> what yeah, are you going to exactly. learn from them if, yeah. if you're not open to that and, mm -hmm. and being, being, being ready for it? Yeah. If you could write a letter to your younger self, what would you say and what, like, what kind of advice would you give yourself? And well, what age would it be? Oh, man, I have no idea. Um, it probably would be about age eight through 10. And I'd probably just say like, it gets better. <laughs> and that's pretty <laughs> much it. I don't want to, I wouldn't, I wouldn't really say anything like that. But uh, yeah, around that time, I was, uh, I was pretty miserable. So. Okay. What type of music do you listen to that makes you happy? <laughs> listen to all kinds of stuff. Uh, right now I've been listening to, thanks to a coworker of mine, Mindy, I've been listening to a lot of Josh Groban. Uh, and he's been really upbeat. It's been uh, really awesome to listen to him. Um, I listen to, um, yeah, I listen to so much stuff. Um, I've been listening to uh, a rapper named NF. He's been really cool. I listen to a lot of Beethoven and uh, Mozart. Um, and I'm all over the map. Uh, a lot of country music. I listen to all kinds nice. of stuff. Yeah. Nice. Awesome. Uh, if you could have lunch with anybody, dead or alive, who would it be? I'd love to, I mean, Jesus, I guess. <laughs> I mean, it doesn't get much, uh, much better than that, I don't think. And there's all kinds of stuff I'd like to ask him. There's all kinds of knowledge that I think he'd be able to give me. But yeah, that would be gain, my answer. Gain a little bit of insight? Yeah, yeah. Got all kinds <laughs> or, of questions. Or a lot? Yeah. <laughs> so if you were stranded on a desert island mm. and you your device that you had could only play one song, Oh man! What would that song be? I don't even know. Over and over and over. Over and over, over again. I don't know. Probably one of Beethoven's symphonies, but I can't really pick one. Anything but the fifth. Yeah. Probably like <laughs> maybe the second or third. Yeah. Yeah. What is your why? My why? Um, I think I've. Yeah. I. Uh, the reason why I get out of bed and I do what I do is to help people. I think, uh, I think that's the biggest reason and to try to, uh, do as much of God's work as I possibly can. Um, nice. I think that's, I think that's the goal and not necessarily because I'm going to be rewarded, but because I think it's the right thing to do. And what kind of impact does that have on you? knowing that you can go out and do things whether somebody's forcing you to do them or or whether you're just doing them for yourself or because it's the right thing to do what do you mean sorry? what what would your what would your thoughts on that be what kind of impact does it have in your life having to go out and do things whether people are forcing you to do it whether you want to do it for yourself or whether you're doing it just because it's the right thing to do. I think it just because it's the right thing to do. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, last but not least, 
final question. I've taken this from another guy's uh, podcast that I listened to. Sure. If you have learned everything in your life and accomplished everything you've ever wanted to, mm-hmm. learned everything you could about anything. Okay. And when you pass on and go to the other side, everything that you have, all your knowledge and stuff has to go with you. Nobody else on this earth is going to know who Tim Vanderwerd is, but you could leave behind three lessons for life. What would they be? Well, the first one would be to be Christ-like or to um, be as close to Christ as possible uh, and to lead a, lead a godly life, I think would be number one. Number two, I think, would be to work hard and uh, have a sense of responsibility and the third would be to be as competent as possible. Nice. Nice. Awesome. Awesome. Thank you very much for your time. Hey, no problem. Thanks for having me. It's been fun. I appreciate it. You got a lovely home. Thank you. Half done. Yeah. <laughs> We're working on it. All right. Uh, that's Lessons for Life. Thank you for joining us. My guest, Tim Vanderwerd. Thanks again, Tim. And maybe we can do this again sometime. You bet. That would be awesome. Thank you very much.